Are you stuck in a toxic relationship and you're not sure how to get out? Maybe you're wondering, how do I actually convince the other person to move on, to leave me alone, to go ahead and move to the next supply? Why does he have to keep coming back to me? We're going to talk to a couple different aspects of this today, and I want to walk you through a couple things that you can do to help yourself as you move on. Uh, just full disclaimer, is there a magic key or some pixie dust that we can throw out here that makes the narcissist move on? No, there's not. And so in reality, part of this video is going to be explaining some of that, but also going to be showing what you can do to actually help you solidify your boundaries, move forward in your healing and start moving forward in you getting the help that you actually need and you deserve. Uh, there's not a magic thing of if you say these words, then you'll get a narcissist to move on from you. Everybody who puts out all those videos, like it's not really true. Okay. It's just this aspect of them trying to hope that something will actually work when in reality, there's no guarantee and there's no one magic thing that's going to make it happen. So stick with me for a moment here. All right, if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to help people break free from narcissistic abuse mentally and emotionally because that is the biggest piece that keeps people stuck in toxic, abusive relationships. Thinking that this person might change, thinking that he might be better, thinking that like he actually loves you when he actually doesn't. Like There's multiple things that get confusing about it. So uh, if you want some help and if we can help support you in any way, please go to realmotivations.com if you want to talk to me personally. If you want to interact with some of the communities and the challenges that we put together that break you free from narcissistic abuse, go to claritychallenge.net. So when we talk through this aspect of how to get a narcissist to move on, like I mentioned, there's not a magic pill that's actually going to make him just move on. A lot of times he'll get fixated on you. He'll get coming back to you over and over. He'll keep trying to hoover you. And so one of the things you have to understand is the conversation has to change. It's one of the hardest things for survivors to understand. The conversation has to change versus being narcissist focused to it being you focused. Now, what I mean by that is first and foremost is in order to help this person actually move on means you have to work on you moving on, which means you need to set boundaries and stick to them. So many times people say, well, I tried to set boundaries and it just didn't work. Nine times out of 10, it's because you didn't stay consistent to those boundaries. Okay, people say like, I had this boundary of him not coming over and then I let him in when he came over. Okay, well, you just broke your own boundary, which is why he's going to continue to do it over and over and over again, because you demonstrated to the narcissist in his mind that that boundary that you put up didn't mean anything. So as a result, he can always run over all of your boundaries because they don't mean anything because you're not actually sticking to them. Now, I know this is one of the hardest things. It's one of the hardest things for people to come up with of like, what is a boundary? Boundaries for you. It's not for him. It's for you to say, this is the line in the sand that I'm not willing to cross myself. If that impacts the other person, okay, then he needs to learn to respect that. He needs to be able to move forward in like him growing apart from you, whatever that might look like. But being able to have clear boundaries is one of the first steps to getting this person to actually leave you alone. Now, if he doesn't leave you alone, then you have clear boundaries in place to protect you. That is the whole purpose of it. The problem is the majority of times people do not stay consistent with their boundaries. They say one thing and then a week later they will go back on the thing that they said. And so you need to understand 
Setting up boundaries with a narcissist is like training a dog. You have to be exceptionally consistent. When you're not consistent, then the dog thinks it's okay to pee in the house because you forgot to take them out when they were a puppy. So you need to be able to understand you have to be very, very consistent. A narcissist is looking for that one time that you mess up, that one time that you like don't hold your boundary, the one time that you let him through. And he's going to use that and be like, oh, this is going to happen all the time. I can do this whenever I want. Let's keep doing this. So you need to understand in order to be able to help you move on and the narcissist to stay away, you have to set boundaries and keep them. Now, this means you need to be honest and open and just communicate your limits firmly, consistently showing up and saying, this is what it actually is. And when he gets ready to breach those boundaries and move past them, you have to maintain your resolve. This is the hardest thing. People will break these all the time. So let's say your narcissistic partner, he insists on constant contact and invades your privacy, doesn't really give you a chance to even breathe. You need to politely but firmly explain your need for space and privacy and what that looks like. This is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm not willing to do. When they disregard that request, you have to start to limit your communication and your interactions accordingly. Like if you don't, then it sends a message to the toxic person that your boundaries mean nothing and they can do whatever they want. Okay, so second thing that I wanna be able to have you focus on is focus on your self-healing and your growth. So many times with the hardest perspective shift is you shifting from being narcissist focused to being you focused. You have to remember that the the mistaken thing, the thing that's missing in the room or the conversation that we're having even today is you because everything gets focused on the narcissist. Everything gets focused on the abuse, everything that's focused on everything that he's doing, everything he's done, the new person he's with, all the focus goes there. And when everybody focuses there, you don't actually get the healing that you deserve because you're spending so much time focusing on him, on the things that are happening, on the things that he's doing, on the people that he's with, on the enjoyment, on the stuff that he's posting on social media, all of this, and you don't focus on you. This is one of the hardest shifts to be able to have survivors make is being able to take the focus and shift it from the narcissist to actually being back on you. You see, the narcissist doesn't want you to focus on you. He never wanted you to focus on you. He made sure you didn't focus on you. In fact, he made sure that you focused everything on him over and over and over again. So you need to understand and you need to realize the focus has to be able to shift back to you. I reference a lot of times a healing journey into a growth mindset because what's actually needing to happen is you have to heal different pieces of you, but then the growth mindset, that's where it has to shift and it has to start focusing back on you, your healing and your journey. You see, the more you invest in your personal growth, your happiness, your joy, your gratitude in you, the less attractive you become to the narcissist and the less attracted you are to a toxic person because you're not focusing on him. You're not focusing on those attributes. You're focusing on what you actually want. And so being able to channel all of that into your self-improvement, into pursuing your passions, actually having hobbies, actually going to the gym and working out, actually doing stuff that helps you invest into you. You surround yourself with a supportive network of friends, of family, of people who actually get this, that actually understand. This starts to help you hold those boundaries, like we talked about in number one, and starts to help you invest in you, develop you. Now, sometimes when you have this happen, a narcissist might start to pull away because they don't like you actually taking back your power, having confidence, clarity, certainty about who you actually are, and not taking crap from the narcissist. 
When you start to do that and start saying, no, I know who I am, I know my worth, you can keep acting like a little kid, but it's not gonna be around me, that starts to show the other person that you're willing to stand in your strength and not be reliant upon the narcissist. Sometimes that will have the narcissist start to pull away. Sometimes it will have them go even more hard and more like attacking on you. And so you have to keep those boundaries. So like think of it this way, like instead of dwelling on your ex-narcissistic actions, you start to dedicate and take time, putting time in your schedule to personal development. You such as taking up hobbies, pursuing your career goals, building up your self-esteem, working on you. Like if we do not work on you, there is no change. There is no growth. There's nothing that can be developed. This is the hardest thing is sometimes, again, people will come to the table and they'll be like, I want to ask all these questions to understand the narcissistic behavior. And typically they'll say, if I understand it, then it'll help me heal. The hard part is a lot of times people wallow in the understanding and they don't take it up to the next level of working on their own healing. So don't let that be you and don't be stuck in that. The third thing that I want to say is you might be at a place where you can't get them to leave and you need to actually pursue legal assistance, like legal advice, professional advice to help you actually move forward. Like this might be escalating to a place of harassment, of stalking. Maybe he's giving you threats. Maybe it's just escalating way more than what you ever imagined. Like don't hesitate to seek legal and professional help. Like the amount of people that are like, well, I didn't report it because I didn't want him to affect his job but it's ruining your life. So you need to take a moment and kind of like sit back and be like, all right, let's look at this from a logic standpoint. Let's look at this from a factual standpoint. Let's like separate the facts from the feelings for a couple minutes and actually just view. He made all these choices of his own volition. You didn't tell him, you didn't force him, you didn't coerce him to make those decisions. So as a result, if you go ahead and you know report something or go and seek legal or professional help and that ends up coming back on him, that is his decision that he made, therefore his consequence. A lot of people end up enabling narcissistic abuse because they are unwilling to hold that person accountable to a standard, to a moral, to the law. So please understand when you're in this relationship and you're like, I don't wanna report this, I don't wanna say this because of what it might do to him, you need to understand that that's his consequence and you're only going to further enable the narcissist by hiding this by making it seem like it's not that big of a deal. So seek legal professional advice and help. Like maybe you have to get a restraining order to be able to keep him away from you. Maybe you have to talk to a therapist or a counselor, or maybe you have to talk to a coach to help you cope with the emotional fallout of like, what do I actually do? Maybe you're going through the legal battle. Like you need to be able to make sure that you take this to the next level and you're willing to do this for your own safety, for your family's safety, for your kids, whatever it might be. Like no matter what, like you might be at a place where you're like, I'm no contact and he continues to harass you. Like in this case, like bringing in law enforcement or a legal professional becomes the necessary step to ensure your safety, to ensure that boundary is not crossed. So please don't hesitate to do that. Again, there's no magic pill to get a narcissist to move on. What we can work on is you growing and developing yourself so that you can be strong enough to resist, not go back, and so you can start putting in healthy boundaries and barriers so he can't get access to you. If I can be of any help, then go to rawmotivations.com today. Would love to be able to help support you moving forward.